Hey guys, this is my leak. This is the My Taught You podcast. Uh, every so often, somebody will shoot me a note and say, My leak, what is it that you do? Uh, I am the creator of a company, curlbox.com. It is an affordable, effortless, and exclusive way to try products for your naturally curly hair. Um, it's so exclusive that our list only opens once per month. And if you want to find out how to get it, sign up at curlbox.com. Um, I'm super excited about today's podcast. I am sitting here um, recording on my new uh, talk to people in person contraption. So uh, I'm super thrilled. Uh, I've got Tavia Forbes with me. So this is a home decor podcast. I have Tavia Forbes with me. Say hi. Hi. She's always like wondering what the heck am I doing? And so she's sitting here slightly perplexed. She has her notes uh, <laughs> and she might be a little nervous, but we are going to work with her. So um, Tavia is an interior designer, correct? Yes. Okay. And uh, Tavia, I have also also mentored for, for how, six years now for six years. Mm hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so I always say if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, I'd definitely be an interior designer. She's trying to come for my job. I'm coming All for day, every day. <laughs> I, I feel so good at it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of good. You well, are good. You have great ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I may do it in my next phase of life, but, um, on today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about home stuff with my favorite interior designer and mentee. Um, before we get started though, Tavia, should we tell them how we met? I'll let you I'll let you start and then I and then I'll jump in. <laughs> oh, like you did that day. Oh. <laughs> how do we meet? Um I was uh decorating a uh event space for mm -hmm. um some book launch party and uh when I was done, Miley came up to me and she said, "Oh, you did a great job." I just happened to be standing next to my mom and my mom literally just handed me over and was like, "You take this." <laughs> Your mom, so I had some clients and Tavia had done the sort of, I think it was the dessert table. Like she had done a bit of like the design. And the first day that I met her, I was like, oh my God, if this girl does not hurry up, I'm going to lose it because she is a very methodical person. Um, the next day when we finished, I was like, wow, you did a really great job. I just wanted to let you know. And her mother turns to me and was like, I don't know who you are, but you look like you know what you're doing. This is my daughter. Please take her. She has tons of ideas, but she just doesn't know how to get them out. Um, you look like you can help her get them out. And so I was like, okay. And I think I looked at you and was like, be in my house tomorrow night after work at eight o'clock and the rest is sort of history. We've just been um, working together. And so we are going to talk about home style. And then because this is a career podcast, we are going to talk about um, what sort of like what mentorship means, what it means to her, what it means to me. We are going to talk about, um, you know, her path and the things that she has experienced as, you know, I think you weren't an entrepreneur at that time. No, I gave in my one month notice and quit my job. I was two weeks into that, not really knowing what I was gonna do, but I was gonna try something. And this happened kind of serendipitously. Awesome, right. So uh, talking people through sort of like how you went from having a job to being an entrepreneur, what the experience has been like. Biggest the hard experience. The hard experience. The hard lessons. The hard lessons, all of those things we're gonna talk about. Um, but, I think the the first thing, Tavia, that I want to talk with you about 
which I think is the hardest part is finding your personal home style. Like how I think people may have a fashion style or like Mm -hmm. the way that they dress. um, But how, how do they find it? You know, like I feel like it was almost, it was difficult for me too, because it's like, do I really want to, I love pink and I love orange and I love yellow, but do I really want to live with a hot pink couch forever, you know? So, or for a long time, um, what, how, how can help us? Well, they're great ways to get all of those ideas out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I was talking about personal style. I always say, look at your actual personal style, your outfits, your closet, what colors you like, the textiles, the, um, fashion designers, um, their interior design has equivalency in fashion. So you can look to those, um, those spaces and, go to different stores. Stop going to the same store that you walk into every day. Like, oh my gosh, I wish I could. Look at other places. Mm -hmm. Um, They're great um, design districts in just about every city. And try small boutiques. You'll find interesting pieces and things and you'll start to gravitate to things that you like. Also, the books that you read. What Mm -hmm. era is it set in? Do you imagine yourself in that space? Um, Do you like Victorian things Mm -hmm. that you may have, you may find that you like Hollywood Regency if you keep looking um the internet is obviously the easiest place to to do that search but it's good to go out on foot try different things i think like when i think about my home style i think about how do you want to feel Mm -hmm. in this house you know do you want to feel safe do you want to feel warm do you want to feel um inspired do you want to feel creative you know and so when I start thinking about like different spaces in my house you know for my room my bedroom I like edge all over my house I like crazy and it's more I want to be inspired and I want to feel creative so I want to have an idea you know come in my come in the house you know have a great wild idea but my bedroom I prefer very muted you know You've it, always been that way. Yes. You went from saying you want a canary yellow drapes to me walking into your bedroom and it's completely white. Yes. <laughs> Everything was white. Yes. And I think. And I liked it. It was so serene. And many people are like that. My bedroom is very muted. Yeah. And I love that just relaxed, airy feel. Um, but, uh, you know, we all like a little bit of edge. Mm-hmm. Molly likes more edge than most. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So the, a great places to exercise that are in your common spaces. Okay. Right. So um so that is Tavia saying for your personal style. So read books, read magazines, when you see things that you like, something that my mom has done is if you're out and you're in restaurants or you are in museums or you are in hotels, take photos of the things that you like. And so um the my inspiration for my living room is when I went to London um several years ago I went with Ken and we stayed at the Rosewood Rosewood London which was just so amazing like it had this like rose this rose gold sort of like hallway but then they had this like bar and the bar was like deep velvet couches that felt like I felt like this is a this is a couch that you have red wine on with the fireplace like I was like I gotta have a deep velvet couch um it felt like a library and so I knew that I didn't want dark throughout my house because I personally personally need sunlight but I was like I've got to have this 
London moment in the living room. And that goes to how you want to feel in your space. Yes. I wanted to be transported back to that space in London. I had never been to a bar like that. I had a a meeting there and I remember just feeling so alive, so hip, so forward. So um, I had just met this girl. She's the editor of, I think it's like Black Hair Magazine in the UK. And I just felt like I knew her and connected with her. And I was like that warm, dark, Mm -hmm. moody space with a glass of red wine. That's how I wanted to feel in my living room. And that's why when we do consultations, we always ask, where have you traveled? What mm-hmm. do you What do you love to do in your spare time? It's not all about your style, but who you are okay. and where you've been. And uh, the question comes up all the time. And uh, I love to then research that space for the client and find out why they love it and then how to translate that to their home. Awesome. Okay, so I... The next thing that I wanted to talk to Tavia about is like the second hardest thing. So first, finding your personal style is tough. But then it's like, okay, now that I've got my personal style down, what do I do first? Like, where do I start? You know, for those who maybe aren't going to hire a designer, because we're going to talk through some budgets. But for someone who, you know, maybe is... um first job, second job, or newly married and just really wants to update their space, what should they do first? Well, (laughs) we'll start with a few different, like we're going to go through a few different brackets, but let's say you have a hundred dollars. Okay. The first thing you want to think about, well, after you've decided what your personal style is, um, paint is always the easiest and the cheapest thing to do. And you don't have to paint the whole room. We've done fun accent walls and everyone's kind of veering away from accent walls, but you can add a fun uh, trick to it. Um, Paint half of the wall, paint the bottom half, paint the top half, paint one wall, bring the wall around two feet on either side. Do something interesting that's going to change the dimension of the space and how you um, feel in that space. And then you can start with, at that point, then adding pieces as you go along like every month if you have a hundred dollars budgeted okay let me address my window treatments next i can go to ikea and pick up two panels take them all the way up to the um, ceiling and that dramatically changes that room in small doses okay so i guess this is what so tavia is saying if you have a hundred dollars i was saying the first thing that you should do. So this is, I always tease Tavia because she's a designer who seems to operate in like limitless finances. <laughs> she's like, Oh my God, I saw the most beautiful thing today. How much was it? And this was when I first started working with Tavia. I just didn't, everything she saw that she loves started at a thousand dollars. I'm like, girl. Okay. So that's why I'm like, I'm here to help translate this designer speak. The first thing you want to do is figure out your budget, right? What can you realistically spend on your home in the next 90 days and then do the next 90 days. That is how to this day I design and work on my house is that, you know, what do I have? If I have $5,000 to spend in the next 90 days on my home, what does that get me? Um, sadly, depending on what you like, it's like it doesn't get a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but $5,000 can dramatically change your space um, just by, I mean, changing the lighting, mm-hmm. um, maybe changing some of the flooring, maybe getting some rugs that are going to dramatically change the space. So um, I'm also a mature adult. So I wanted to say 
when I first started off, I think my budget was, I know I was like 30. I think my budget was $5,000, yeah, but was. that was like total. That was like 5,000 was my budget house. was for the whole year for the whole house. Um, but, uh, and that was, wow. If I'm, I was, that was when I met six years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, we did a lot with that. Budget. We did a, we did a lot with that budget yeah we did a fun powder room we did an incredible i always and that that cost nothing it was paint Mm -hmm. a stencil me going insane and (laughs) a picture of a horse yeah so uh several years ago when i had a full five thousand dollar budget to do my whole entire house for the whole year i was like that's all i have um we did i always love a crazy powder room that's just my thing if you come in my house now it is this full yellow and black fabric on the walls but we just took stark white paint in the powder room like the whitest white you can you find remember what the paint color was before oh my god it was terrible <laughs> it was this gross green brown situation so we start we just did stark white paint in the powder room and then we got this stencil and did these hot pink dots that were diamonds yes diamond dots and that's all that just doing that changed the bathroom and then we just hung a black and white picture of a horse over the toilet and every person that came into that apartment came into my uh townhouse there was like oh whoa who did this and we were like this is two colors of paint a stencil the stencil's gonna kick your butt though (laughs) the stencil's gonna kick and then we started going dizzy with all the diamonds in there with all the dots (laughs) um and just hung that picture and it was incredible so okay we're starting with if you have a hundred dollars over the next 90 days what do i get what 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 would you say because tammy and i we spend money differently a hundred dollars what does that get that one hundred dollars you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Just, no, she I'm, overspent. I'm sorry, I'm stumped. She's stumped. <laughs> uh, if you That's have, I think um the things that you can do on your own, like the those that pays for the supplies, that pays for a stencil. Those mm-hmm. are the little things that you can actually like hand do yourself. Um, it's you can of course go out and get a couple of accessories, but you want them to have a good backdrop. So I would say start with the things that are actually free. Rearrange your furniture. Oh Um, gosh. Yeah. I think that is the craziest thing. Like I I would say I have learned many things from you, but one of my biggest lessons from you is like, sometimes you just need to move some stuff around. Sometimes you just don't have it laid out correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, are there any, and I have a hundred dollar suggestions that I want to say that I will say too, but you're saying start with the things that you can do for free. Is there any way that you think like big mistakes that people make like with their couch? Oh, um, pushing it against the wall. I knew you were going to say that. It's I was like, like, float the sofa in the, in the room. Float the sofa. So float the couch in the middle of the room versus putting it back against the wall. Mm-hmm. And the TV on the opposite end. Okay. You actually could be, you, people think that when you look at the floor space, if you see the floor, it looks larger. Actually, no. If you can move around a piece of furniture in that room, it feels larger mm-hmm. and it gives the room more dimension. So float some and float some interesting pieces also okay and i think something else that i've learned from tavia like i've learned all these things from her that she probably doesn't know that i've learned which have which makes me a great designer that's why she's trying to come from the job. is that like, something that you. <laughs> she taught me that i never really thought of was to measure the damn couch yes like <laughs> you're out there shopping for a couch and you're shopping for it based on price and whether or not you like it so before you go into wherever you're going to get the couch 
take a tape measure and figure out how big your room is if your couch is damn near touching the tips of your walls it's It's too too big big. it's too big and also the other um side to that is undersized furniture like those little (laughs) petite pieces in this great big space yes um grab some blue painters tape and a tape measure and map it out like see what space you are really allotted for this sofa yeah so what happens is that like if you go online and you decide you're going to buy a couch take some blue tape and just run it the exact length of the room you know run it the exact length of whatever it says the dimensions are online so once you have that place that tape down and see if that works you know and that has that was probably my biggest sort of lesson when I started to shop for my home was like it's not about oh my god I love this it's not about oh my god you know there have been many things that I have absolutely loved that I'm like damn that's just too small or Mm -hmm. like we did with these chairs in my living room I wanted that white furry moment and you were like girl we got to get some bigger chairs. like those are gonna look like (laughs) little doll little barbie chairs in here (laughs) so that is something that I learned from you is to like measure so rearrange the furniture um float the sofa in the middle of the living room if you can you know you probably can so float it um you said don't necessarily put the tv right across from the couch um i meant having them on complete on complete opposites you can't really see it you can't really see it um and you could have a moment where you have an entire wall to do something else with you can include another piece of furniture display piece another console bookshelves those things that are really going to speak to um, your character so if your only options are sofa and tv Mm -hmm. um the room doesn't look dynamic agreed so i love that um you said 100 dollars. you're saying just paint and stencils that's your that's your answer well, there are a few little things that you can purchase and in incrementally but like what that's what you're oh. on the podcast oh. for pillows okay um pillows uh window treatments you can do you can change your window for less than a hundred dollars and by window treatment you mean curtain curtain panels yes okay and the hardware you can purchase great hardware from bed bath and beyond for less than fifty dollars and window panels from ikea for fifty to sixty dollars per pack Mm -hmm. Uh, we um with forbes and masters we've done some fun things where we paint the window treatment and uh create like a pattern you can ombre them you can do what any as long as you have paint dye or a sharpie (laughs) you can pretty much do whatever you want exactly so that is the i think another awesome thing that i like that i feel like i've learned from you is that many of us we first job i mean first job first first apartment or even first townhouse or even first home it comes with those blinds you know it comes you just see her face it comes with those blinds and i always crack it when i go to people's houses and they still have that tag like the the danger tag <laughs> on the blinds but i think that is one of the first places that you can have a moment you yeah, know right. is to just like take down your blinds and put up something really great and like tavia said one thing that i did in my very first place uh that i decided to decorate was do those long curtains all the way up to the ceiling and let them puddle down Mm -hmm. on the floor. And that just makes any place, I don't care where you live, that just screams like luxury. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I said, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel rich, girl? Let your your (laughs) curtains hit the floor. Let them puddle. puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's just like, oh, I love that. Um, Lamps. Lamps. 
just don't turn on your overhead. If you can't change a light fixture immediately, you mm-hmm. can get a few accent lamps and turn on some mood lighting. Yeah, it's gonna change. You can put a lamp in your kitchen. Yes. and you can cook to mood light. Like yeah. you don't have to, and you won't even worry about. Let's say you don't have the best cabinets or mm-hmm. someone. It's about the feel. Okay, so my one hundred dollar. If you have a hundred dollars, I feel like a quick fix is maybe changing out some of the knobs. You know, oh. in the kitchen or on some furniture that you already have. You know, if you've got. Um, I love Anthropology's knobs. They're so cute. Yeah, Anthropology's makes great knobs. So you can change the knobs. Um, I think that another cool thing, one of my favorite places to start if you have $100 is to change the lighting in the kitchen. Yes, many of you have the um, fluorescent light. Yeah, the- or just the ceiling boob, which you call. She calls it that little like thing that's that. It oh. has a nipple, like it's a boob. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> The you can change that out for a nice like track light and you can have directional lighting in your kitchen. Yes. It probably will cost maybe thirty dollars. Thirty that's what I'm saying. So I feel like that's a great place to start. I feel like kitchen and bathroom, um, if you just want to like, I don't know where to start or I don't know what to work on first, like those are places where you're not gonna necessarily have to break the bank on these large, large items where you can have some fun with the art, have some fun with the paint. Small bathrooms are really great in that sense. Um so that's oh I also said so I also said if you have a hundred dollars I'm a kitchen snob for those of you that follow me you know I love to cook but I feel like the kitchen is is the first affordable fix so good glasses um you've been obsessed with glasses I'm addicted to good glasses like having somebody come over and being like can I pour you something and you have a really nice glass I think it's a you can get a set of nice glasses for you know 40 bucks 50 bucks candles you're obsessed with candles i'm obsessed with candles candles mood you you spend 50 bucks on candles one day you (laughs) picked up this candle like you found heaven (laughs) like i was like she was like i hope you can hear me like smell i was like oh my god she's died and gone to overpriced (laughs) yes glasses and candles i feel like are a nice touch um and plates forks knives you know i think having a good dinner set or guest set I feel you will it's like I said how do I want to feel in my house and it's like I want to feel special I want to feel like I treat myself well and there's nothing like sitting down and having dinner on a really nice dinner set you know nice plate nice fork good glass you know even if you pour in the two buck chuck in a nice glass it just feels Mm -hmm. different even if your dinner ain't you pour you know you put some craft mac and cheese on a nice plate (laughs) it just feels different so that's my 100 dollar fix if you have a thousand dollars tavia the first thing you need to do with a thousand dollars is obviously budget a thousand dollars can get you very far in one room Mm -hmm. so if you lay out your budget ahead of time you will know what you're doing when you're going into these stores to shop Mm -hmm. and for just one blanket fits to completely transform a room you can address your window treatments your pillows your rugs your lighting um accessories and that will completely change the room just think about keeping your existing furniture and how to like spruce it up and then down the line if you want to change out your sofa with another with another thousand dollars you um you can do that in the next three months but your first thing you can actually like hone down your style you can get all of your ideas out with a thousand dollars in one room okay so uh, i think that would be the my the first thing is if you have a thousand dollars to just focus on a room yeah focus on a room and get the ideas out figure out who you are with that budget Mm -hmm. and 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 
go to different stores. You can pick up so many things online and at um, big box retailers. I got to be honest with you. Um, one of the hardest things for me when it came, when it comes to design, and I'm obviously so much better at it now, was spending money. Mm-hmm. It's very like when you're in this mindset of like, oh, you know, I can get an outfit for this amount. I can get shoes for this amount. It's like, it's so hard to be like 300, 500, 800 for this. Um, how do you get clients to come to terms with the cost of furniture items? One simple sentence. You do this one time. Yes, it is an investment. Yep. This is your home. Yeah. It is it's not as disposable as an outfit. Mm-hmm. Um you and you you tr- you want to sell it I don't want to say the word like sell the idea, but you are selling the idea of of understand the importance of your home. Like mm-hmm. how you feel in your space will change how you go about your day, where you wake up changes everything. Um so saying that it's pretty much a one-time investment really and then you just add pieces after that yeah I think that like for me you do only have to do it one time you know what I mean and I always feel like if you do it one time you do it right you know so it's like there are some things that I have purchased I'm trying to think of like what have I bought that I was just like probably my current couches I got them done custom and they were not cheap at all. But I'm hoping that I will have them for at least a decade. And I think that for a decade, 10 years, I'm sit, I'm going to get my mm-hmm. money. You know, I'll get my money worth. So it's not like, you know, it's rare that you keep an outfit for 10 years. You know, it's just. And then I think deciding what matters the most to you. You know, does your living room matter the most to you? Does your kitchen matter the most to you what do you want to spend so that's what you say if you have a thousand if you have three thousand dollars this is a a great budget to do a high low exercise okay where you can um look at a high-end room and you can figure out how to do that within that budget. This is a great budget for one for for one room or a um blanket solution for one item. I think the first thing that comes to mind is lighting. Lighting can be pretty expensive, but you can get some great fixtures for mm-hmm. um, this budget. You could, if you change all of the lights in your house to be cohesive and to be glamorous, you drastically can change the room. But um, this is this is where you start incorporating great case goods, a great console table, um, an awesome chair. You can find a lot within a three thousand dollar budget. But the first thing, if just to remind you but make a budget, have a plan, have a plan. And I think that that's the most important like thing is to, to, to know. That's what I said. You were talking about hundred dollars, thousand dollars. I'm like, folks got to know, uh, where, where they stand. Um, and then our final thing is like, if you have $10,000, so if you've got 10 racks to spend, what are we doing? Well, I would say hire a professional. Yeah. The um this is where you're you're starting to really invest in your home at this level. Mm-hmm. And uh a professional designer is gonna tell you or help you spend that 
the best way. Um, whether it's investing in a great upholstered piece, that's very important. At that at that bracket, you should be getting a great sofa if you're dealing with your living room. If you're in your bedroom, you should have a great bed mm-hmm. that will last for years. Um, and you can also include statement pieces, art. Uh, you forget that original art, really. That's something that's supposed to stay with your family and stay with you for a lifetime. And you can get some great art at that price point. And um, the and lighting mm-hmm. um, goes right back to lighting and rugs. Those are two important pieces in a room. So upholstered piece, rugs, lighting, and then you can um, deal with the decor thereafter. But I would say hire a designer because they'll help you spend that money and you'll save money with them. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think so too. I think that like my reason for hiring a designer after mentoring you and then working with you, I just don't have the time Mm -hmm. to look for all this stuff. You know, it's like, I don't have the, the bandwidth. I don't know. I don't have enough room in my brain to store all these different like couch ideas, color ideas, paint ideas, um, windows, shades, this that the third um so now we're gonna get into some of your favorite places to shop well being here in atlanta we have some great options but um some of our favorite places where we can find like unique stuff uh the west side foundry they're a collective of a literally i think it's like a giant warehouse full of um individual craftspeople vendors and um it's almost like a thrift store vintage store um and scott's antique market um it happens once a month and we find some really really cool things and inspire um a lot of designs if uh if people are not in atlanta because they're not yeah um Big box stores, Ikea. Ikea will always be a friend no matter how much money you have. You the people, will, everybody will be like, I don't want Ikea. Oh, you have not outgrown Ikea. Uh, I love Ikea. Ikea is great. You, <laughs> you can find some great pieces. Um, you have to put it together yourself or you just opt to have someone else assemble it, which is fine. Um, it, it's going to take a little bit of the budget, but well worth it to have mm-hmm. it done properly. Once it's assembled properly, it will last. Mm-hmm. Um West Elm okay. and CB2, they are, I guess I can form an analogy between um, them and TJ Maxx. Everyone okay. loves going to TJ Maxx. You get great designer goods It's um, for a fraction of the cost. That's what West Elm and CB2 does. They are a lower priced, high fashion, high um, high style vendors. And, and online, Wayfair. Wayfair has the largest collection of goods you put and- in. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R, right? Wayfair. Yes, wayfair.com. And they have a sister site, allmodern.com, if you love. Allmodern, mm-hmm. A-L-L-M-O-D-E-R-N.com. Those two sites. Yes, um, and also Overstock. Overstock, yeah. So you want to hit those three spaces. If, if you're, and you'll save so much money and the, you have a, a library of tons of items if you know what you're looking for. The, but you have to go back to your budget and inspiration for those sites to be very helpful. And um, finding really strange things to work with, rope and mm-hmm. paint and Home Depot. Home like Depot. Just go through the aisles at Home Depot. And if you're artistic, you'll find a bunch of things to work with. Okay. I like, do you still like One King's Lane? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, I think wait I, I don't know I feel like Wayfair and um and and Overstock have done a good job with kind of framing those spaces but One King's Lane they show you what 
those pieces look like for your particular style. So yeah. if you have a style in mind, that's a great place to look for the items that fall in line with that style. Got it. I I think I like, I'm trying to think of who I, even though I'm not a huge, huge fan of all that they do, Zeke Gallery always comes through with the one random thing that you need when you need it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like that little that glitz, that just a little drop of glitz, but I am not a fan of a full on Zeke Gal sitch. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. I mean, you can find great pieces. You go can. in with a discerning eye. Go, yeah. Go in there with a discerning eye. I'm trying to think if there's anything that you didn't say places that i really like to shop i i do a lot of like the stuff through you guys through the designers Mm -hmm. um and then i do on my own i love what i do like west elm especially for the office i do like cb2 just for even some serving some party stuff that i've had they've got great like platters um my kitchen stuff i really love william sonoma yeah rugs.com I really like, um, and what is that other floor? F L O R for for custom. Yeah, carpet tiles. Carpet tiles that you can change a space. Um, I'm looking around my house to see if that's pretty much it. I think so. Oh, 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 Bob Mitchell Gold Williams. Did I say it right? Mitchell Gold and Bob Williams. Oh, okay. See, I didn't. <laughs> but so I like them too. Uh, and I think. I mean, I love Kelly Wurstler, but I still don't have Kelly Wurstler cash. Just quite yeah. most of us don't. <laughs> yeah, I but love. We can admire. I do go and on be her. Inspired. I do. I do. I'm obsessed with her style, and I do go on her site. So I am a big time Kelly fan. So the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about, Tavia, is what should people know when they are going to hire an interior designer? What do I need to know? Well you're first going to be prepared to explore new ideas. They're going to stretch your style. We're trying to get every bit of your personality into a space mm-hmm. and we, and in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. So um, this is not someone that's going to take orders from you and say, um, they're going to do what you want to do. Right now we're trying to push you to another level um, and elevate your style. Mm-hmm. You will actually save money by not making costly mistakes. Okay. Uh, we uh, There are a lot of cases where people go out and buy furniture and they're like, oh, well, I've spent $6,000 on furniture and I have a $3,000 budget for you to deal with. Now, you would have saved and gotten a lot more if you'd given the designer $9,000 to work with. Okay. You would have gotten um, maybe more interesting pieces or- okay. True. And, and, and we also, and I can say, I guess personally for us um, as a business, we extend our, we, we're, discounts that many retailers to the client within the the design phase and by the time you've worked out that we've finished the budget the retail value of the room um is far greater than what was spent in the room okay so you will definitely save money um another thing don't don't be fooled by tv like every project is not (laughs) high drama high cost and trade only so you're racing against the clock to wrap three projects you're prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon all the while you are still trying to tackle that mountain of paperwork welcome to life as a freelancer challenging yes but our friends at FreshBooks believe the rewards are so worth it let's face it the working world has changed with the growth of the internet there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed 
to meet this need, my friends at FreshBooks are excited to announce the launch of an all new version of their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. The all new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. What are they, you ask? You can create and send professional looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. You can set up online payments with just a couple of clicks and get paid up to four days faster. We love that. You can see when your client has seen your invoice and put an end to the guessing games. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com backslash my taught you and enter my taught you and the how did you hear about a section. I think we can go back to the the two ends of what you see on TV. You okay. see like this high drama, high, like everything costs $100,000 <laughs> or everything costs 1000 and right. we're doing a $1,000 budget room. Um, no, we fall somewhere in the middle of that. Okay. We, we, we shop in the stores that you shop in. Mm-hmm. We, of course, have like access to great trade-only vendors and wholesalers. And we, of course, include those pieces in your home. But um, the, the, the designer will help manage your expectations. Okay. And um, be realistic about your budget and upfront about your budget ahead of time. Don't don't say, oh, I have a $10,000 budget and really have a 15 because you also waste time in someone trying to do it for 10 and not being able to. Gotcha. So just be upfront about your budget ahead of time and the designer will help. They will get your vision out. And then let me help you. Let me help. the. Now I'm going to come from the customer standpoint. Oh. <laughs> because this is what the designers tell you. So this is how I feel that something that I feel like designers, maybe they don't say it because they don't think about it because it's not, they're not spending their money. But when you think about your budget, you have to factor in shipping and delivery costs, yes. which are exponential when you're buying larger pieces of furniture so if you buy a thousand dollar couch let's just say it's not going to land in your living room for a thousand dollars there's a receiving fee there's There's a a shipping fee white glove delivery depends add another three hundred dollars to that yeah um yeah and that's your ship and then taxes and then tax Mm -hmm. so think about the tax because i think a lot of times the tax takes the price up and then the shipping and the delivery fee because it's usually a little bit more when they have to hire guys to hoist that into your house so a thousand dollar couch could technically run you anywhere from 1200 to 1500 depending on what you get and i think you just have to think about that all the time because that is the part where i think just in working with tavia and mentoring her from the beginning is that okay i have a five thousand dollar budget but technically i really had a thirty eight hundred dollar budget when you got through with all the deliveries or even the stuff that needs to be assembled you yes know? so that's something else that okay yes i bought it it was 500 but it came here in a box oh i gotta pay somebody to put it together and i really do think that it's worth it to pay a professional i think i'm handy as i don't know what i do <laughs> but <laughs> 
you get to the end and you got that one screw left or you get to the end and you got six screws left <laughs> your bookshelf is your bookshelf is leaning to the left it's like just spend the money and get it assembled professionally especially if you're going to make this investment exactly spend the money and get it done per- correctly but that was the thing that i think you have to keep in mind is that it's not really a full ten thousand dollar furniture budget and many pieces require assembly many, outside of ikea yeah a ton of things require um assembly so um did you have anything else that you feel like people should know when they hire a designer i think we covered okay i would i'm like what are my i think if you're gonna hire a designer i think that and now she's just staring at me like oh really (laughs) i think if you hire a designer you Try to know as much as you possibly can about who you are, what you like, and what your like work with me style is, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm the kind of person that I don't, once I say I'm cool with it, don't show me anything else. Because Tavia, she loves that. Oh my God, I think I found something better. I'm like, I don't care. Oh yeah, that was an early lesson. Yeah, like <laughs> if I, you know, so I try to... When I've worked with a few designers, but just try to introduce them to your style. Um, it's very important, I think, to stay on them because they are art- artistic and they are designers. And so it's always good to try to set up as best you can some sort of schedule of what's happening, what you can expect, because in this process, there's just a lot of lag time. Like it's like a lot of like high rush moments, you know, when you get the mood board and you see what things are going to look like. And then you're just like, okay, this is taking forever. Yeah. You can order things. There have been things that I have like desperately wanted that are on back order for two months. And I'm like, I don't care. Recently, we got a back order for four months and they said that with a straight face. Yeah. So a lot of stuff that you love takes a long time to come. Um, So it's really just like trying to adjust your expectations. I think that something else to keep in mind is that it is not as fluid of a process as it seems in these HGTV shows. A lot of times you get the paint, the paint looked right in the store. The paint looked white when we, right when we tested it on the wall. When you swatch that baby, when you paint that whole room, it's like, it's purple. (laughs) Your paint is actually purple. Yeah, it's like, this is not right, you know? So I think a lot of patience, I think, um, this is me telling y'all all Otavia's nightmares. I think a lot of things come broken or missing things, you know? And I think that's the hardest thing to swallow is you had your hope set. It was $600 or $400 and it came and it's- In a million pieces. Isn't it? I've <laughs> literally sh- like shaken a box and you hear the stuff rattling. Yeah, there are many times where you were order things, you pick, I picked up, you know, I'm like, oh my God, my mirror is here. And I go to the, <laughs> you pick it up and you just hear it rumbling in the bottom of the box. So I think really try to adjust your expectations. Um, understand that there's a lot of not getting it right the first time or there's a lot of you thinking you you thought you wanted a pink couch till you got a pink couch you thought you wanted yellow paint till you got yellow paint um and that's just uh the luck of the draw and those mistakes are all a part of the process right some things are happy accidents yeah you're like oh my god i love that um so i have something why you need an interior designer so i will i will say why I think you need an interior designer I feel felt like 
I needed an interior designer to glue my ideas together. Um, similar to my like fashion style, I'm high statement. And I was on Snapchat the other day saying how I'm like the queen of statements, like statement blouse, statement this. And and one thing that Tavia always reminds me is like, we need something really quiet now. <laughs> we Mom, can't chill. chill out. Like you don't, you can't like, we need some wood. We need some metal. We need just like, you know, I have a, I'm, we're sitting in my living room and there's just like this very dry, plain rug that had I seen it, had Tavia been like, this is what we're going to do. I probably would have been like, uh, it's so plain though. But it's like, yeah, you need just a plain moment. Like everything doesn't have to be loud. Loud. Because if everything's loud, nothing is. Nothing is. And I think that's a great statement. So I felt like I needed a designer to help glue my ideas together. I feel like you guys have the resources to find things that I just simply cannot find. Um, I think that, uh, you know, when we were thinking about this house, I wanted a crazy wall. You know me, I got to have a crazy wall. Mm -hmm. And, but I didn't want a full on commitment. You know, it was like a lot of people think this is wallpaper, but it's just paint. It's just stencil. And in the event that I get sick of this wall, just paint over it, it. you know? So I think that, um, designers, they bring resources, they bring ideas. Um, they are just so helpful moving the furniture around. Like, I mean, sometimes just changing things. Um, that's why I think people need designers. And, and while you say that you can, get a designer for an hour and ask them questions and yeah. they'll help you work through your ideas. Yeah. Um, I've done Skype consultations, uh, phone calls. And so don't think that you just, you can't outright afford a designer. You right. can afford a designer for one hour yeah. and you can get so much information if in you, that one hour. Yes, that's so true that maybe that's what you do with your hundred bucks. Or I think roughly, is it like somewhere in the one twenty five ish per hour? Like something somewhere around there, I think designers will charge just for, and I'm, telling you the money is worth it because you just are like oh my god I, was, I didn't even think of that mm-hmm. I didn't even know that um and that could be helpful okay so I've got this crazy question of what three things take a space to the next level Tavia what three things crazy walls crazy walls <laughs> and painted eyes Hand wiggles paint- okay a, a moment where your creativity just looked like it ran wild. That okay. takes a space to the next level. Um, wallpaper takes a space to the yes. next level. That commitment, that commitment to crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or just fun yeah. or something. Okay. Wallpaper. I agree. It does. Like the wallpaper I have in the bathroom. It's just like, it's still just a powder room. There's one thing hanging on the wall. There's no decor in there. Mm-hmm. Just one statement. Uh-huh. Uh, addressing the ceiling. We forget about you that wall. love that. She loves she loves to call the ceiling a wall and she loves to address the ceiling. It's the she's, fifth wall. It's the you, fifth wall. You can paint it. You can stencil it. Stenciling is hard. You can wallpaper it. I've tried this. It's also hard. Yes. <laughs> I have. She put wallpaper on the ceiling of my office, which I like of in, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this floral. It's so random. Yeah. There's this random floral wallpaper um, in the bathroom. And did you have I, a th- I love lighting. Lighting, yeah. A great light fixture. A great light fixture. Sometimes just take the ceiling fan down, take the take the stock, you know, all the stuff that comes in the home. You know, I'm just Just like, assume you don't 
just assume you don't want it like yeah. i don't want that that's why i'm like all the lighting that came when i got my house i'm like mm, i don't want that I, I knew that i was changing all the lighting in my house um and i'm just i'm down to just like one ceiling fan that i gotta swap out um weird yeah oh. so let's talk about your life tavia um what is a typical day like for you what is a day like for a designer it's not all glamorous, unfortunately. Look at her. She's all trying to like. <laughs> I'm sad now. <laughs> no, um, a lot of it is uh, logistics, uh-huh. uh, scheduling, contacting your clients, letting them know what's going on, uh, setting up for installs, trying to get a team of people together, managing your contractors. So there is a lot of like busy work. That, okay. Um, it's not all picking fabrics. No. Um, those are the fun days. <laughs> and uh, being alert. Okay. all the time because okay. if you're if you're passively moving through your day you just miss inspiration so while you're doing all of that and you're trying to schedule you're at the side of your computer looking to see what else is out there okay. so um that's our typical day a lot of busy work then we have our shopping days which are um surprisingly exhausting okay um but still a lot of fun and that's your day yeah that's so tavia recently partnered up so she had been working on her own and i think this is just a great conversation that you didn't know i was going to talk about but it just came to me of like a lot of people sometimes don't want to partner up because they want all the shine or they feel like it's all about them um what made you decide and feel okay with taking yourself as an in, as an independent designer and becoming Forbes and Masters and working with a partner the there's this notion that there are independent designers <laughs> you you can't do this by yourself it's okay. a lot of work to okay. get a space to completion and so having someone there especially someone that is uh that has different strengths everyone mm-hmm. is um it's so different to to help in the the design process you have someone to talk through your mm-hmm. ideas with to elevate your ideas and okay. bounce ideas off of that you and you just move through projects so much faster and i know that was a struggle for me getting uh-huh. through a project um fast enough to move on to the next one or to take on another so okay. when you have another designer someone that you're eye to eye with and uh, have the same skill set and uh and and the same confidence in mm-hmm. your your style yeah you um you move through projects at rapid speed sometimes yeah. things that would take you months take uh-huh. days yeah uh, it depends on the it's you know of course it's case-based project to project but um and having someone there for the the not so great days right when your clients are going hell off on you <laughs> yes racist, at least you have someone sitting hand. next to you <laughs> right <laughs> right right and i know some people uh you know it's like how do you manage the sort of um i work solo you know because i feel like i'm very um decided Mm -hmm. very aggressive um and it's like what sort of finesse do you have to have or what sort of mindset set do you put yourself in when you are working with a partner who does have skills as strong as you do you know you know i would think about like when you when you feel right Mm -hmm. um you know how do you manage so that you aren't falling out. And I think that's a, a lot of people's toughest things when it comes to partnering, you know, especially women. It's like, what kind of mindset do you put yourself in where it's like, okay, I'm gonna let her have this one or I'm gonna take this one or this is what I stand or this is what I'm sure about. Like what, like what kind of mindset? Well, the first thing is emotional maturity. Okay. Um, And be, it's okay 
that one person's right sometimes <laughs> and the other is wrong. Yeah. And being able to have a conversation about that. Or to both of you are right. Yeah. It's just different. Exactly. Or it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a step back right now and I'm going to let you get your idea out and uh-huh. you do that. And then and it, it becomes um, a strange balance, but you find that groove and it's, it's hard at first. And yeah. of course you're like, no, but I want it this way. Yeah. And, <laughs> but um, compromise, yeah. um, communication, and knowing that you have to, tr- both parties should try to always be the bigger person in the situation. Like you take the high road yeah. as often as you can. Yeah. And you know what the high road looks like. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. You know it. Most people, you try not to do it, but you know what it looks like. Take the high road. Yeah. Take the L or so, someone has to take the L for the team sometimes. Right. You raise your hand. I'm like, okay, you know it's what? I'm going to do it. It's my turn. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and have fun together. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, many people do have business partners. They don't necessarily want to see them after hours or so on but you should still you should also be friends um and 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 laugh as much as possible makes it sounds like a what a marriage (laughs) you got a date i'm like i'm like this sounds like the recipe for a good relationship i think it's all the same of like all relationships are the same friendships partnerships um your spouse um it's it's and it should be symbiotic you you give what you get and 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 it goes back and forth and you just have to feel valued everybody wants to feel mm -hmm. valued on the okay um so let's get into some lessons Mm. what has been your greatest lesson to date from a business standpoint Mm -hmm. not having a clear and strict financial goal and plan from the beginning look at me i'm just sitting here like i wish y'all could see me i'm just rolling my eyes all over my (laughs) head because i say this year after year yes and you're right. <laughs> I don't need to be right, but that but has it, been yeah. It's a you you especially when you get into a um a career that's creative. Yeah. It's so easy to get lost in la la. When land. someone's not telling you this is your salary, exactly. Yeah, you you're like, well, I don't know what. And having that strict like uh, financial goal and plan helps you like come up with a better pricing strategy. Helps you um stay on task, on budget, on time, and 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 because if you don't have that account accountability you just go off right. and do like, whatever i gotta make my goal or what to turn down yeah this if th- in this amount of time this is not gonna help me hit my goal it's not for you yeah you can say thanks but no thanks yeah and um and i think that is the biggest lesson i think it's the the first one you should learn and yeah. it's so easily like lost yeah. to many of us because you're having so much fun oh, doing yeah. this working for yourself yeah. being free looking up at tax time being like i only, <clears throat> I only made what exactly that's the thing i i am big on um i am big on setting financial mm-hmm. goals guys like that is super important to me because it even if you have a salary or something i still like to add and i do this to myself what i want to make in addition to my businesses. So, you know, I want to earn X amount of dollars by doing this. I want to like speak and earn this. So you have to put some goals in place that will help guide you and tell you what to spend your time on. So if you're thinking about going on vacation this summer and you're not halfway to your goal, somebody needs to sit, stay mm-hmm. home. That's how you, That is not about can I afford this financially today it's like can you afford to not be focused on your goals right now and that's the way that I think that people should live their lives is am I where I said I wanted to be 
so okay i'm glad i i am very glad that you you have that um and personally biggest lesson today uh, is that what you're going to say or are you just sticking well, with professional another well um kind of personal and professional thing you what we do is a high level like customer service business essentially and just treat everyone around you with care and consideration mm-hmm. um not for your game but just for your integrity yeah it doesn't have to uh, translate to dollars right. all the time but yeah. your reputation and the hardest lessons are learned when you don't do what's right <laughs> It's not what someone did to you. Yeah. That's not where you gain um, your knowledge. It's what you did wrong and how you can be better. Yeah. I think that was uh, important. Um, and you'd learn that daily because you deal with so many different people and um, and errors in yourself. So it's just, if your baseline is to treat everyone with respect, care, and consideration, you'll go far. Yeah. I um, What was it that I had a a thought dang it what was it just as you were saying that about treating everybody with care and consideration dang it how'd i forget but anywho people um love tavia like i think that that is one of her strong suits is that she just has this incredibly likable personality and i think when you work in someone's home um she's the person who you're like oh let's have a glass of wine when you're done or let's have this and i think that it is you know about likability but you absolutely this is my thought when you talked about the lesson that you get when you don't do what's right people get mad i always tell people you're upset because you got called out for doing what you know you shouldn't have done. We get mad when we get busted. You know, it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you know you did the right thing, then you kind of just like suck it up. But a lot of times we get all mad and defensive when somebody busts us trying to cut a corner. And it's just this thing of take the long route, do the right thing, um, do it right all the time. And it's a foolproof it's a foolproof system like you can't go wrong with that Mm -hmm. so that's just the thing is like i i am constantly on tavia's case about that is like do the right thing i don't care do the right thing be honest Mm -hmm. be upfront um don't text message if you and i think i've talked about this in the podcast if you have to deliver bad news the first way to deliver it is in person hey miss so-and-so um will you be available for me to come by like you have got to just woman up you have just got to own it in person the next way that you communicate bad news is over the phone Mm -hmm. you pick up the phone and you let people hear your voice do not unless you absolutely have to text message or email someone bad news the context is already in the shitter (laughs) (laughs) And then it feels very not, it feels like you don't care. And so I always say, go get socked in the face, go take the punch. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when people are able to look across from you and see your face and see your anger and your disgust and your, you're also upset with it. um, It disarms, Mm -hmm. it disarms that person, but people make the fatal mistake of like texting bad news. I'm like, Mm-mm. this ain't what you want to do when you're dealing with money or even when you're dealing you know any relationship yeah. you just don't want to do it um do you have another lesson and just being proactive and not reactionary oh god like, jesus christ yeah that's a <sighs> it's very easy to 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 think that you can 
handle yourself in a crisis or <laughs> you can fix it or so on. But if you worked a little harder in the beginning yeah. to, um, to, to, to not get into the problem and to have a plan A and B. And I'm still working on this. I know. Be, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you... You solve all the problems ahead of time. Ahead of time. Right. I know. When you first started out, you were like the girl with the bucket chasing the drips. Like, yeah. had you just built the roof right the first time, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to be constantly racing in here with buckets mm-hmm. to collect these the drips. So it's like, it may take a long time, you know, but you need to do it right. Um, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? Well, you kind of skipped ahead on this one. Uh-oh. Um well, I, my answer was uh, partnered earlier. Okay. Could have covered a lot more ground yeah. a lot faster. Yeah. Um, because you, if you can dull your ego. Mm-hmm. Dull begin- your ego. In the beginning. In the beginning. And um, it, it, people say it over and over. There's strength in numbers. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, this yeah. is not new. Yeah. This is not yeah. a new or novel thought. So um, that's something I would have done differently. Okay. Um. So a lot of people know, I think you're like my most popular mentee. I think everyone's I think like I cut up the most. Tavia, the mentee. <laughs> I actually do mentor um, not a ton of people, but I do mentor a handful of young women that I believe have the most promise um, and that literally are sitting on gold mines. They just need a couple of edits, um, you know, and you kind of have to stay on them. And so I wanted to talk to you about mentorship um what you think it is what people may think it is and like what it truly means to you because I know sometimes people be tweeting me and be like I need a mentor and I tell people if you listen to my podcast it's pretty much the same thing you know but having me in your life is just a physical force of like Mm. thunder (laughs) you know I think uh when I first started mentoring Tavia since her mother asked me to to mentor her Um, I noticed that Tavia at the time you were 25. Mm -hmm. She still is, but she was just so damn spoiled, like rotten and not not rotten, just a little, just rotten. No, just a tinge rotten. So I said to her mother, I'm like, listen, if you want me to continue with her, I, you got to stop paying her, her cell phone bill, mom. I'm like, at a minimum, this 25 year old can pay her own cell phone bill. And so I remember the next day I called Tavia, her phone was like clipped off. <laughs> Shaking my head. <laughs> I, I was like, turn back on. Though. I was like, email me then. It's like, but you did get to turn back on, on because my own. on your own, because that's what you can do. But um, that's the kind of mentor I am. I think people think it's more of like a champagne clinking, um, throwing our head backs and laughing. But it's really just a more. Uh, I think uh, the tough love. Yeah, and the misconception is it falls somewhere in the middle. Yes, I, you think it's the champagne clinking and all of the the fun and games, or everything's really cute all the time. Yeah, or it's very formal, and mm-hmm. we're sitting down and having meetings about. Right, it falls right in the middle. It's as someone to guide you through the muck of your life mm-hmm. and um and, and a friend to do so so a mentor is it's there's a there's structure but you have a a friend that has chosen to to be there and help you and you try to be um open to to all that 
unsolicited brutal advice yes look at her yeah because it, it's coming yeah and you can um you can't have a thin skin for this <laughs> like if you want to be better because i i came across something that you sent me just last week and i texted to monet where it was like your mentor sees your future your friends see like your your past and your present and it's like i'm talking to you as successful tavia at 37 so i'm not talking to you from when you were 12 or 15 or even today it's like i'm talking to you because i see your ability and i'm treating like it it upsets me when you don't honor your ability or you're not working toward these things and so that's the thing where i will um stay on you like how are you doing with this? Like whenever we get together, even if it's here or it's in New York, I'm like, okay, where are you with this? How have you gotten with that? What are you doing better? What are you still working on? You know, um, I'm just very invested in that way. Because I because you're incredibly talented. This girl has more talent in her pinky finger than I probably have in my whole body. Um, and the difference is just the discipline. You know what I mean? It's the discipline. It's under it's the goals mm -hmm. you know it's the habits it's it's that it's there's no reason why you aren't much further than me but you tackle these handful of things and you're out of here you know what i mean it's less about um it's less about the talent mm -hmm. and more about the habits um than anything and so that's the thing that i try to say is that like nobody okay good you're a great designer you've got all these exactly. great ideas like who no one's they're not here to celebrate all the things that are great about you but yeah. to fill in the gaps see where you're deficient and where you need to grow and it's it's a long and it's also a long process this is not a quick fix no um, many of us are wired to be a certain way for our entire lives yeah. and um your mentor is trying to just kind of rework and tweak and and reroute <laughs> some right. reprocess yes yeah and mentors i think because i have because i have mentors like i consider ken one of my mentors who was a friend of yours and probably mentor of yours and timber king client yep <laughs> ken <laughs> tries to gut me yeah ken time. i always i got so jealous when she was like i think ken like she shed a tear i'm like <gasps> you got a tear out of her i like go off on her she's just in there blinking like whatever uh but i think that like your mentor finds you working like yeah they're not it's not necessarily, you know, you didn't go up to Ken and say, or his wife Colette and be like, mentor me. It's mm -hmm. like, they see you trying so hard and they're like, Tavia, do this. Just do it this way. Yeah. Then you're like, oh. oh. Yeah. So I tell people, if you're on the hunt for a mentor, get out there, get busy. Someone's going to spot you, mm -hmm. spy you. And that's pretty much how people have just like wrapped their arms around me and like claimed me like she's out here kicking butt. I want to be there for her. I want to make sure she knows this. And to this day, like all the different people around me, all the different business owners, all these, so many people are looking out for me mm -hmm. and helping me and guiding me and giving me the advice that I may not necessarily love, um, but that I'm so grateful for because how else would I have known, you know, had that person not taken the time, you know, I think a lot of us are, I'm still new in business in comparison to some of my friends who, you know, have been making, I think one of the people that I look up to was like, I've been making over a million dollars for 20 years. You like, 
you might know some things you know it's like understanding how new I still am and how new we are and never think that like be an eternal student Mm. a student for life you never have all the answers and it's not and and there are still things that you can learn from those with less experience who are younger than you. You know, there's still a lot of things that I'm learning from young people. A lot of things that I learned from you, you know, a lot of things that I'm just picking up. And so I'm, you have to be open to learning from everyone and not just be looking for the person who's balling mm-hmm. or the person who you think has the life that you want. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to be a CEO. Um, but that's that. Did you have some more? And do not confuse stubbornness with strength. Do that is her. Th- those are the leaves she's gonna leave words she's gonna leave you with. Do not confuse being stubborn as being strong. Yeah. That's such a great lesson. Empty and you said this already. Just empty your cup and be open yes. to learning because chances are they're smarter than you. Chances <laughs> are people a lot of people are very smart. I always say this empty your cup is similar to my thing where I like to say, keep your hands open. So a lot of people are walking around with clenched fists, ready to punch someone because they're tough and strong. But what can get in your hand if it's constantly balled up in a fist pounding on people? Nothing. You're afraid to open your hand because you're worried that somebody's going to take something out of it. You don't want to be taken advantage of. You want to be, you don't want to be taken for a fool, but guess what? With that hand open, more people are going to drop things in. And if they drop 100 in and somebody takes two or three, that's still more than you would have gotten with a closed clenched fist. So stubbornness is not strength. Be open. Um, quiet your ego. Get busy. And we hope you enjoyed these home design tips. Tavia, um, where can every everyone can find you? You're on Instagram. Two yes. places. This is how you know I'm the boss of her. She's she's sitting here. I'm like, I know where you are, but yeah. you tell them where you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At Forbes Masters. She's at Forbes Masters on Instagram. And at Tavia Forbes. And at Tavia Forbes on Instagram. I think we're on Snapchat as Forbes Masters. On Snapchat as Forbes Masters. And you can visit the website. Which is? ForbesMasters.com. Boom, boom. Um, holler at Tavia all over the snap. Try to get her out. We try to, I'm trying to get her on Instagram more. I'm going to. So write her, <laughs> snap her, uh, message her, show her what you're doing because she loves seeing your work i do 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 not be fooled she's quiet but she's like i love that uh and And you can ask for advice and ask for advice she answers questions and i i'll speak for her um because i because i like to (laughs) clearly uh is that she nothing excites her more than this what she's doing like this is a person who is completely in alignment with who she is (laughs) she is following her dreams she loves to see this stuff she loves to answer the questions um hit her up she's the nicest most trustworthy human being i have ever met and i tell her that all the time tavia forbes is the most trustworthy human being walking the planet that is why i choose (laughs) yes that's why i choose to mentor you and that's why i am hard on you when you're i'm like that's not how you are what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) we all know that you're trustworthy but what are you doing (laughs) stop playing stop playing anywho thank you guys hit me up uh mytaught you.com toodles